3: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, that you're listening or watching or watching this latest episode of Turfcast podcast with me, Joel Rebbin, and as usual, my good friend, Simon Townley. How are you
4: doing, mate? You alright? Oh, good. Another week. Another defeat, but another week. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um,
3: I see you on the beers. Is that a beer yeah. asshole, then?
4: Yeah, I saw, though? Something like you. Monument, Monument Valley is a tangerine pale ale. Not oh,
3: I've had that. No, I've had that. You, you obviously that's from is. your flavourly box, isn't it? It certainly is, my friend. Again, you, the, you, there we go. Are you still getting these flavourly boxes, or is that the one that you ordered about no. six months ago?
4: Yeah, it's like the creator twenty-four from before Christmas.
3: Yeah, you don't drink that, honestly. They were gone me in a week. I'm not going to lie. In fact, there is. It's weird that you're you're drinking that one now because I went, I went back to my old house today and I tidied some of the garden up, and I remember you remember when it was dead sunny. In like August, I had a drink of that ale, yeah. and I put it next to me. And I went to tidy the garden up today, and it was still there. I'm like, oh, you scruffy bastards! <laughs> I couldn't Pull believe it. And I've just seen it today, uh, but I've got a skip now, so I put it in a skip. Um, I shouldn't have said that because people are like, oh, free skip! I'll go and put all the stuff in a skip. Don't worry. I've got Steph Wilson and Donna to tell me if anybody puts anything in that skip. So, oh, I want oh, you there? Yeah, of course I have. The Uh, skate cost me over 100 quid, that skate. I bet you some scrubber's going to try and put some building work in there. Not for me. I paid money for that. You can fuck off, basically. Anyone in Door will
4: not be surprised by that.
3: No, you won't. But to be fair, if you spent 100 quid on a skate, and it was at an house that you didn't live at anymore, say you were renting it out, which is the scenario that I'm hopefully going for, and you went back for it two or three days later, and someone had filled it for the crap,
4: you'd be fuming. Yeah, it was. But if I finish with it, I'd usually text the last. Yeah. and skip outside. Like, yeah, but
3: I've not finished with it. I'm not even starting with it. I put oh, like three right. bags in in it. Um, if When I finish, if there's something left, Steph, if you still listen to this podcast, which I don't think you do, um, you can have some of it. Um, but anyway, how are you, mate? You alright? All good, mate.
4: Just cracking on, working again online.
3: Yeah, uh, well, I'm still the same as you, really, working from home. I always have gone down a bit this week. Obviously, those that are long listeners to the podcast... I will be aware that I work for a bookmaker, um, and bookmakers' shops are now shut. Um, so because of that, everything's gone online, and I worked online. So because of that, everybody's gone online, there's not enough shifts for me. So my hours have gone down a bit, but apparently, shops in Jersey might be opening next week. So uh, if that is the case, then the hours will be going back up. So fingers crossed for that. Um, a couple of things, a couple of sort of like admin things I want to do before we get started and talk about the football we reached 250 subscribers on YouTube this week. Happy days. There you go. There you go. You can tell we're back on eCAM now, can't you? we using sound yeah. effects. Um, software. Software banner. Um, but yeah, happy with that. 250. It's a slow burn, it YouTube. And I'll be honest, at first I found it quite difficult. But since we got to like 200, it's, it's slowly starting to snowball. So the aim is to get to 1,000 simply because... When you get to 1,000, you can monetize it. It's as simple as that. I'm not going to bullshit you and say, oh, it's just a good number that I want. I want money, basically. Um, and I, you can get paid off of YouTube if, if, you, if some of your videos do well. Um, so that is the, that is, that's the aim, 1,000 subscribers. If, you know, one thing I would like to achieve at some point in life, I don't think I'll ever do it with Turfcast, um, because, you know, the fan base isn't that big. Um, I'd like to get 100,000 subs on, on, on you, because you get one of them little platinum silver plates it post, don't you? Can you imagine that in background? That'd be sick that, would not it? That'd be sick that. Um so yeah, I'm
4: happy with that. Two hundred and fifty subs. Happy with that. Oh well, but well people that are watching, talking to visuals and YouTube, they will notice our new template. You know, we're invested 250 subs, we've invested time. Well that's energy. it. This is this is part of all the admin I want to talk
3: about. If you're watching on the YouTubes or on Facebook on Friday night, you will notice that we have new graphics. Um we, Simon spent a lot of time watching YouTube videos basically because I don't have the patience to do that. Um, then I've spent time doing all the editing for it because I've got the well, Simon's got the software now, to be fair. Um, but that's sort of like what I've done in my career and shit. Um, so yeah, we've got new graphics for this. We've got the new graphics for the pre game show, which we released on Wednesday night. So you will have seen it by now, hopefully. If you haven't, feel free to go and um, watch it after this. You will be hearing. Um, by the way, just just to say, from the lad that I interviewed, uh, I can't remember his name top here now, Connor, um, ahead of the pre-game show towards the end of this game, uh, towards the end of this podcast, so you will see that. But you're lacking the graphics, Simon, so fingers crossed yeah. all the viewers on the YouTubes and Facebook are.
4: Yeah, awesome, man.
3: In fact, if you are watching this on YouTube, please leave a comment. I don't. I, I, I hate it when YouTube is like, leave a comment below, because they're doing that, obviously, to, so they get the algorithm and stuff like that. Leave, smash a like, I'm not... I'm never going to be one of them. That's probably why I've only got 200. I'll do six. it. Like and subscribe,
4: guys. Come on. No, don't
3: do it. It's <laughs> pathetic. In fact, make don't sure it. you do subscribe. Don't he? Not you. I'm about them. Make sure you do subscribe. But leave a comment. Let me know what you think the graphics are like because I am probably going to change them a little bit. Simon's whinging. He says he wants to be wider because he's invested all this money in his backdrop, so he wants he wants people to see it. Um, yeah. And I don't I don't necessarily disagree with you. I'll just sort of like playing and
4: stuff, and then yeah, it's fair one. It'll develop.
5: Yeah,
3: although we are going to keep it square for the pre-game show and we're going to keep it long, long and thin uh, for the three-man watch-along. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but let us know what you think in the comments. And another thing I want to say is the numbers on the actual podcast, if you're listening on the podcast, have been shooting as well recently. It's ever since we did the ALK. What are you
4: laughing at? Just all these things in me that long and thin, shooting
3: <laughs> up. I can't say you just you need to yeah. I won't say what I'm going to say. Actually, we'll move on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's because we did the we did the big podcast when Alk took over, and that was obviously a, a big talking point in Burnley fans. And I think a lot of people came for that one, and they've listened to it. And they've gone, you know what? These guys, they're all right. They're not they're not too bad. They're all right. Um, and I think a few of them stayed for that. So fingers crossed if that is the case. And I think that's why a lot of people, um, sorry, the numbers have gone up a bit.
4: Yeah, 100%. Anyway, we've, like I said, we've done more content, lockdown, people got more time, even I've started listening to podcasts, ones that I didn't used to listen to, so take advantage guys, Like subscribe and hopefully we can keep getting better and doing more.
3: Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, I, I, I say the same thing to everybody every single week and stuff, if you're a new listener, please feel free to drop us a message on Twitter, just at us, DM us if you don't want to do it publicly, i family find that. Let us know what you like and don't like about the podcast, I'm always happy to to take some constructive criticism on board. It has to be constructive, though, not just like some guy on Facebook the other week calling us a pair of weapons because we had a podcast, but we'll move on from that. Right, so people don't listen to Turfcast to hear news about Turfcast. That's what the social media channels are for. People listen and watch Turfcast to talk, well, to hear us talk, and to, to listen to us talk and about Burnley Football Club. So let's start um, with the defeat. West Ham United won Burnley nil go
4: yeah it's uh it's not looking good in terms of creativity at the minute still dwight got on at half time and and you know did did bring us into the game more but i I felt almost deflated and not because of what you probably expected me to say you probably expected me to say oh it was this that." but i think that slight nick off ben me on his head that's just what is clearly the easiest error for Tarky. You can tell where he's positioning. He wasn't even panicking about it, and that that little touch just took it past him. And then the goal's gone in. Great reactions from Antonio. Who to me, I, I really, really rate that play. He's a good player. I watched him again yesterday, uh, two days ago. If you're listening, but um, he, he's a good player, mate. And once that goal had gone in, it was a different game. They they had their agenda, you know. What I mean, once they went one 0 up, they made it hard. And someone, I read a comment in the. Watch along, saying they Burnley does, and it is you can't really give it a better adjective than that because they did.
3: Yeah, that's I went on um, a YouTube channel uh, called the West Ham Way, pretty much straight after um, full time, and I said the exact same thing. I was saying like you've you've effectively Burnley does um, because that's what we do when we do things well. We get in front and we shut up shop. Now I'm not saying that they are shut up shop because if you just look at the the chances they had, they could have won 3-4-0. You know, the, the post twice, didn't they? Um, yeah, And the, I think Popey made a couple of saves. So I think the Burnley does to a respect, because like I said, I said it myself, and I do agree with the people that were saying it in the chat on the watch-along. Um, but at the same time, it could have been 3-4. Um, but it's the same old story, isn't it, now? like A lot of people were arguing in the watch-along chat and on the Twitter Clarence hashtag afterwards. A few people say we played well. A few people disagree with that and that sort of thing. But I think the reason why that there's such a difference of opinion in, in that sense is because at the back, and it, we played well again. Like you said, it's just that nick off Ben Me. If it wasn't for that nick off Ben Me, we don't lose that game. Like they might, have, like you said, they, they might have come at us or whatever or created another chance.
4: Even the uh, the one where they hit the post, at the, at the back post, I can't remember who it was now. And... Uh... If you actually look, it, it heads it onto Ben Me's foot. That's clear. So it's a, it's an unbelievable block, really, because Ben Me's put his foot there to block the shot. He's not done it there for nothing, and he has done that. And like you said, defensively, we weren't that bad, really. I know they had the chances, but it just frustr. It's just this lack of creativity. This is what's frustrating me. You know, yeah. is there a change needed? I, I'm not, I'm not sure because, <clears throat> excuse me, I keep saying this, but all four strikers are of a similar standard and um, Vidra came on for quite a significant amount of time for a change which is good to see J-Rod coming so the two men up top that are being argued to be starting s- did absolutely nothing in that time as m- because not because I'm criticizing them I'm bringing this up but I'm bringing it up because it's the things behind them that make them opportunities happen and it's not happening behind them
3: yeah um we'll get on to that um I, it's the same I, I love what I what you are spot on, but that's what I mean. It's the same old story, isn't it? Like, a few people saying we played well, a few people like, arguing saying we didn't because we played well at the back. And that's what I mean. It's the same old story. We're playing well at the back, but we're not playing well up front or for a better... For one of a better phrase, going forward. We're not playing well going forward. I think is the best way to say it.
4: Chris Ward and wow.
3: Barnes did nothing again. Um, wow, but, i put it to you. But... Um, Jay and Vidra didn't do anything again. What do you want to put to me, sorry?
4: Sorry, I was saying why? Why why are we not what is missing?
3: I don't know. This is what this is this is this is an interesting debate because there's only two people that are missing now. One of them is Charlie Taylor. So it maybe it's Charlie Taylor, but then Charlie Taylor was playing. Have you said that we were, we beat Wolves with Charlie Taylor in the side and things like that? But one of the other people missing is Jack Cork. So now, is it is it Koike? Do we bring Koike back in? And that is, by the way, thank you for bringing that up. That is this week's Pitch Sports fan time question: Is it time that Jack Cork was brought back into the squad? Now, uh, it's um, I don't know, I don't know, I the it's it's so easy to to say that someone we're missing somebody when we're not doing well. footballers, there's no. Footballers' values always go through the roof, not in terms of money, I mean, in terms of what they what they offer to the team when they're not playing. And I think this is what's happening with Jack. Because like No one missed him this time, you know, towards the end of last season when we are doing well. But now all of a sudden we're not doing well and now people are missing him. Um, I haven't actually sent the question into Pitch Sport yet. So if you're like Mark Howarth and listen to this at 4am on Thursday morning, don't go over to the app and, and answer it because it won't be there. I'm going to send it in Thursday morning. Hopefully they'll put it put it out by Thursday afternoon. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts then? do you think we bring Jack Cork into the side or, or or do you think we're missing Charlie Taylor or do you think it's something totally different? I
4: think it's Jack Cork. I honestly do, right? And I, I'm the same guy that argued about David Jones, I'm the same guy who was arguing now about Jack Cork. It's you can't have that somebody that wants to go forward with the ball every time, as much as the Bob Lord stands screaming on the turf, like, go bloody forward. That's all I ever used to hear. When they were passing it back all the time. You can't always go forward with the ball. You have to retain the ball. You have to let the team get forward before you go. Because at the minute, we're hitting the ball into the channels and the midfield is still in the uh, defensive half. We we are missing that man, that link, the one who screens the defence, the one who moves left and right, the same job that Dave Jones did and got criticised for. Is the same job that Jack caught. We Tony don't grant
3: Tony and Grant and Tony Grant. Well.
4: And we're criticizing now. Well, we're not even criticizing Jack court But what my point is is Brownhill is a good player, and Brownhill and Westwood are both good players. But they both do a similar. They both want to do a similar role. Now, I think Westy plays better with a court next to him. We've said this about strikers. Why can't midfielders have a partnership? They never. They never really talk about midfield partnerships. It's always like, oh, they're a good partnership up top. But midfielders are the same. We talk about how good Ben Me is with uh, Tarke, how good Tarke is with Ben Me, whichever way around you want to say it. But I still think that the neat, there's the pieces of the puzzle that are missing, and Jack Cork is clearly, at the minute, a massive piece of that.
3: It's what, it's, it's what, I don't disagree with you because something is obviously missing. The proof's in the pudding. Something is clearly missing. So it'd be very difficult for somebody to say, no, you're wrong. No doubt some people will be saying that. Um, but it's, it's very difficult to do that. Um, Charlie Taylor could be back for the game against Liverpool. As much as we want him back, personally, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't play him against Liverpool. I'd, I'd, I'd I thought the off. same
4: thing. Why risk yeah, him? I'd keep
3: him off. What's the point? Keep him off. I don't even know who we've got after Liverpool now because I've just tunnel vision now thinking about the Liverpool game. Um, but I'd, I, I, I'd, I, I wouldn't play him. But same with Jack Cork, I wouldn't play him, but it's a long, very long winded way of me getting around to the question of. V- Villa at home, if, sorry,
4: and Chelsea away.
3: Right, well, we can beat Villa at home. I know, I know they did a real job on us last season. I know they've done very well this season, but I still believe we can beat Villa at home. Um, so then, for the Villa at home game, say Charlie Taylor's back in fit. Obviously, he slots back into the side, no questions asked. Literally, not one Burnley fan I'd say, ah, keep Eric Beaters in there. Not one. Maybe the dickheads who just want to be controversial. But when and it ch- comes to. When it comes to Jack Cork and you want him back in the side for this Villa game, who are you dropping?
4: For the Villa game, Brownhill, unfortunately, and it's not. And it, it, it's through gritted teeth. I almost uh, have to say it because I don't. I don't dislike Brownhill. I actually really enjoy watching him play. He's very creative. He's very, you know, industrial. He does get involved and does tackle. But it, it's like I said, you can't have someone running forward with the ball every single time. The same thing. We're criticizing the strikers for you can't have Ashley Barnes and Chris Wood up top doing the same job, and and that for me, I think Westy and Brownhill should be competing for that position. Yeah,
3: well, for what that. does? What, what, why are you keeping Westy in there ahead of ahead of Brownhill just because it's worked with Jack Cork in the past? Yeah, yeah, there's not. Yeah. I can't
4: really give you any sort of better answer than that because we've seen it work. We we know that Brownhill's a good player, but we've seen that it's not working that Right this minute, it's really not working. But I do think Cork and Brownhill would be a good partnership equally. But right now, yeah. what I want to do is get consistency back, get that partnership up and running again and start getting some points on the board, even though I don't think we're doing that bad.
3: No, it's... Uh, I don't know. It's one of them. It, it's going to be three defeats in a row, let's face it. We're playing Liverpool. It could easily end up being four defeats in a row. Then it could easily end up being five defeats in a row. Then we are doing really bad. We're at that stage now where... It's easy to look at it and, and and pick out the positive patches from each game. Like if it wasn't for the deflection from Pogba's volley, we probably wouldn't have lost against Man United. If it wasn't for the nick off Ben Me's head against West Ham, you know we could have had two nil nils there and we'd be in a very different mindset. That's that's just how football works. It's how life works. Uh, because of these two unfortunate um, nicks, basically uh, we've lost two games in a row and we could have been like X amount of games unbeaten. Um, but going back to the the Brown and West City I think at the minute. I'm gonna disagree with you on that one. I think I would I would put Cork in simply because it's not working going forward at the minute. So I think something needs to change. But I'd put him in there with Brownhill. And I love Wester. I know a few people have won you know be knocking on the door with pitchforks and stuff because he's he's one of them players that people don't like dropping. How dare this you. season. Exactly. I think this season Brownell's been the better of the two. Like you say, they do very similar roles, but this season there's I don't think anybody can disagree that Brownhill has been better. So I think because of that, you've got to reward Brownhill and say, right, it's your chance now. But I do see the point when you're saying, look, it has worked with Jack Cork and Westy. And what Westy does offer that Brownhill doesn't is delivery from set pieces and corners. And obviously everybody knows how dangerous we are from them. I know Brownhill, not Brownhill, what's he called? Brady has been taking a lot of set pieces and stuff recently, but they've been absolutely dog shit. The amount of times they get in a good position and one of his free kicks just hits the wall and it goes too far. I remember when we first bought him, he scored that free kick against Chelsea. I remember thinking, this guy is going to be insane. Like, don't get me wrong, he's had a good season. I'm not slagging him off and saying he's been poor this season. But Brady's done well to come back and you know, through gritted teeth, I'd say fair play, Johnny Tate. You might have nailed it on the head there with some of the comments you've made about, not, not player of the season, I'm not going that far, but saying he's going to come back and do well, um, which I believe is what Tatey was trying to say, but in a very controversial way, which is Johnny Tate all over. Um But his delivery from set pieces and free kicks hasn't been good enough.
4: This is the most frustrating thing for me about Brady is he does the impossible sometimes. He does the very difficult, amazing. And he does the easiest stuff in the world, ridiculously tragic at times. You know, he'll do, like you said, he'll hit the front man on a corner, but then he'll hit a 30-yard free kick and hit the bar or something. And it just, it completely confuses me. But this season the The last few games include probably three or four games. He's been really, really good. Um, yeah. And then I even said on the last watch along, I would take him over Gudmerson at the minute, just because of form. Oh, all day, I, just because of form. I, but I wouldn't have said had, that six had, games ago.
3: We we had a bit of a debate about that, didn't we? On on the on the on the podcast on the watch along, a few people were vilifying us and stuff like that. and um, I say a few people namely Kieran shout out Kieran if you're listening um, but yeah I think, I think I'd think i have right now yeah I'd definitely have Brady I think Brady's I like JBG don't get me wrong of course I do but I think Brady is far more creative JBG's does a job whereas Brady creates if that makes sense we've seen it,
4: it before and I'm asking you because I genuinely think this is what will happen so I've said what I want to happen you said what you would want to happen I will. To be fair, I'd rather the current team get points. Let's just clarify that. I think you'd agree with me there. But would he not put Brownhill on the wing and take JBG out?
3: Oh, you know what? If he does that, he can get to fuck. Why doesn't he just. Why doesn't he just. To Why doesn't he just bite the bullet? Dwight has done very well against Manchester United and West Ham when he's came on. You know, he came on in the second half against Man United. We looked better instantly. He came on half-time against West Ham. We looked better instantly. Even like I said, I've been on that that show, the West Ham way. He said to me, "He's like, oh mate, that Dwight McNeely's is so good, mate. He's so good. Runs at players, and that's 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 what he does. He puts the he puts a bit of you know fright into the opposition fans. and Nobody else does that. And it, and he looks better in our team because no other bugger runs with the ball. Everyone just gets it, and a little bit static. Or if they do run with it, they don't run with it very fast. Dwight runs with it. He gets past people he nearly makes things happen I'm going to say he makes things happen but he doesn't at the minute does he Like for all his huffing and puffing at the minute he doesn't whether that's his fault or, or the strikers whatever but um, but yeah that's my take on that but um, you like know, you were going to say something sorry
4: no sorry yeah I was just going to say like, it's funny because I was speaking to obviously my, you know that I do a Man United player there who's currently injured and he rang me I after think,
3: the. I think I think you've told everyone who is there. And I, and I
4: think uh, he, he rang me after the game and he said your I mean, man at a match is on only... In case anyone's in
3: wondering, just one more clue: We've got a bad knee. Go
4: on, he uh, he rang me up after the game and said like yo oh, mate what what what, what was that? He said your best player got man at match and he was only on ten minutes. Well, we, we
3: give him man at match, didn't we? Oh, watch watch
4: yeah, yeah. And he was only on were there forty-five minutes just to yep. clarify in ten. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, he it, 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 it were no West Ham on about Man United. Sorry.
3: Oh, right. Well, yeah, it makes more sense, obviously. Yeah,
4: Yeah. sorry. I was saying about the Man United game, he, you know, and like you said, he does, he drives at people, he makes things happen. Whether it happens or not, he, he puts it in a position where his, it should. He
3: gets his 50 yards up the pitch, put it that way, whereas without him on the pitch, then we'd have been 50 yards back.
4: Absolutely. He, he's, he is our best player by a country mile. Fit Dwight McNeil. You know, he's had that rest that we probably needed at the beginning of the season. It yeah. weren't quite firing on all cylinders at the beginning. He's come on, he's looking sharp. Get that familiarity next to him in my opinion.
3: Yeah, so I've just remembered now what I was trying to say before I ended up going off on a tangent like I normally do. Dwight McNeil on the left, Brady on the right, for me, Corky and Brown are in the middle, for you, Corky and Westy in the middle, whatever, that's fine. But them two Corky might I think Corky needs to come into the side. Um and then I think he'll get a run me. at
4: Fulham in the FA Cup. Uh, and then they'll see how he is after that. He'll get is a that, full 90 Is nine that exactly the Fulham game? Well, this 24th, weekend.
3: yeah. Is it? Bloody hell. Um, yeah, fingers crossed then, yeah, and then obviously for the Villa game... After, Which is a Sunday, sorry, Sunday. Uh, is it on Sunday? Right, cool. So we've got a game on Thursday and a game on Sunday. Yeah, you would think that he's he's, he's going to put Charlie in the team against Fulham, put Corky, Corky in the team against Fulham. Maybe people like Benson, Glennon, whatever, a few others, Vidra and Jay, um... Uh, and things like that. So yeah, that's what I'd do. And then the front two, it's anybody's guess at the minute because nobody's firing. So I literally don't care who he plays anymore. I've defended Chris Wood for the first six months of the podcast. Now I'm not asked anymore whether I defend him or not. He's not been good enough. But then at the same time, nobody's, nobody's done enough to convince me they deserve his place. So for me, I honestly don't care which front two he starts anymore. Personally, I still think our best front two are Jay and Chris Wood. So if I were going to choose a team, simply because none of the strikers... Agreed, yeah, agreed. I'd, I'd still go with Jay and Chris Wood. I've, I've said time and time again, I think it's time for Chris to be dropped. And he was not dropped against West Ham, but Vidra and Jay had a long run in the team and they didn't do anything. Some people would argue that maybe it's time for Vidra and Jay to actually have a start so they can you know get their eye in. I don't necessarily disagree with that. I I, I wouldn't be too bothered if he started Vidra and Jay. I, I'm literally not asked if he starts up front anymore because you might as well just put a, a stick... On the field, they probably do about the same sort of stuff as, as the current front four, anyway. Um, but yeah, that's it from me and Simon uh, on the West Ham game. Unless there's anything else you want to add, Simon?
4: No, um, mate, I think you summarised it well.
3: Um, and here's what the Burnley fans had to think on the fan reaction. Now, we've got a couple of bonus fan reactions in here for you. Um, you will know that we put uh, the fan reaction as its own separate video out on YouTube after the game. Normally, the Monday after the game. Or oh, or whatever, uncle football the, 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 the day on as well, is it? No, well the thing is Anti-Football didn't send one in this week and neither did the New Zealand Clarets however they both sent one in after I've uploaded the video so here are the bonus clips of Anti-Football and New Zealand Clarets on this week's fan reaction as I say the fan reaction is the Burnley fans giving their reaction on the West
2: Ham game Thoughts on today's game Um, really disappointed uh, to be honest uh, once again uh, team selection baffled me. Um, Wooden Barnes again up front, just offering nothing. To be fair, though, I don't, I don't think we're giving them much, you know, service to go at um, either. But they're just huff and puff, and it's getting up there. It's not sticking. Um, I'm afraid I think it's time for a change. I think he's, he's got to pick James Vidal now and put him together uh, for the Liverpool game. We've got to go and try and get a result from somewhere. Um, you know, a couple of results gone against us today. You know, West Brom, big big win for them at Wolves. I didn't expect that. And then Brighton winning at Leeds. I didn't expect that either. So, um, yeah. Tough to take today. Um, not much positivity, really, we can take out of it. I thought we were really poor poor today. Um, started sluggish, you know, grew into the game second half. But we ain't really creating any clear-cut chances. Um, yeah, so not much to say this weekend, Clarets. Uh, onwards and upwards, let's hope we can pick a result up against Liverpool.
5: Afternoon, Clarets. Um, Post-West Ham. Did not quite a plan, did it? Um, I said in the last match reaction that I think it was a, a must-win because um, teams around us have started to pick up points and we've got Liverpool probably going to be three defeats in three games now. I mean, West Ham, you know, they are a good team. They're doing well this year, the top half. Um um and I of I had a feeling before that um that Antonio was going to score. I thought it was going to be nil nil, um or a low scoring game anyway. But um we played all right I felt until the goal went in, which was just a complete shamble shambles defense. Um miscommunication between Ben Me and Taki. Um just one of them things. It we made it too easy for them to score. But other than that, I don't think they look like scoring and that often. We I thought we actually. Um, probably had more of the ball but we didn't do anything with it and that's the story of the season um, it is it was clear it was clear 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 that it's time for, for Wood to be dropped he's it's, it's carrying a burden of scoring and he's not scoring and it, it's actually borderline cruelty to keep playing him now because every game he doesn't score it's more pressure on him because he knows that we're relying on him to get these goals um, and because because he's, he's the one that's starting and for the others I, I don't know I think Maybe they sort of know they're not going to play, so maybe they just sort of haven't got quite that edge because, they know no matter what they do, they're probably not going to get in. But, Daesh, to be fair to him, we criticised him for not making changes early enough. He did it yesterday; he made changes early on, and um, we looked better for it. So maybe, maybe in his mind, it's settled now that it, that he's going to change the front. Um, we looked better when Vids and Jay came on, but we looked. Amazingly good when Dwight came on. Um, more direct, faster. For me, it shows how much we rely on him. Though and we haven't really got a, a way to play without him, um, and that needs to be addressed because he's going to pick up injuries. One day, he's probably going to leave, and we need to learn how to create chances or or to try and score a goal when he's not in the team. Um, Brownhill, amazing. Um, I thought he, I thought he had a really good game and stuck in, put himself about a bit. Um, I know Brady and JBG were getting a bit of jip from various different fans, JBG is he's, he's class, he's a class player but he, he does look like someone who's a little bit scared of getting injured again, um, but if we can get them to firing then that's more creativity but it's the lack of goals again, It's gonna. Co- I've said all along it's going to cost us and it really is going to cost us now because Teams around us are winning, as I've already said. It might come to the end of the season where goal difference plays a part in it, and we won't have one, Um, just because we haven't scored enough. Um, Yeah, there's not a lot else I can say, really. The reaction's sort of like, same old, same old. It's not looking good. We do need to score goals. I still think we'll be all right, and I do think the goals will come. It's just about Daesh finding which combination is going to get us those goals and at the minute it doesn't look like he knows which it is but he will um but it's time for him to start to stop sort of playing games he made a joke in his press conference about to do celebrations we have to score goals well you can clearly see it's a problem so do something about it so hopefully it does um give jay and um, give vids a chance um barnes was pretty quiet as well he spent a I praise him for getting the free kicks against um, against United, but it does. He spent a bit. He spent a bit too much time like rolling around on the floor and whinging yesterday for me. Um, I don't know. Uh, we looked very just nothing in the first half. We we didn't. We we're never going to score. Second half we had more possession, but we were doing that with it. As I say. And, um, We've got to start scoring goals soon because otherwise it's going to get a bit desperate. Um, Can't say I'm looking forward to Thursday night, but you never know. Stranger things have happened. Um, 4-0 the Clarets. Probably not, but let's live in hope, eh? Uh, On to the next one.
0: again. Heath and Mark, New Zealand Clarence. Up the Clarets. Up the Clarets. Not this morning. What a shocker of a game, eh? Your thoughts, uh, Mark? Uh, First 60 games, it was watching paint dry. The only good thing was the breakfast and the Kilkenny for breakfast. Mm. It was marvelous. Mm. Uh, Seemed to pick up a bit when Vidra and Rodriguez came on. They showed a bit of um, passion. But apart from that, no, no team deserved to win. It was a lackluster game. It was terrible, actually. I'll be brutally honest with you. I'm glad I was half cut for the most of the game yes you so you, you saw it through beer tinted glasses then so what was your what was your opinion uh, I was just glad I was drunk <laughs> <laughs> I did. I actually was. I was so bored that I would just wanted to take my clothes off, as I normally do. But uh, thankfully, I didn't. So uh, if you
3: do a streak up the
0: front street, will um,
3: that, that'll lift everyone's spirits and prepare lit. us for the next
1: game.
0: All right, watch this space. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it wasn't a great game. Um, no. uh, I just don't know. Mr. the pace, if you're watching you need to we need we need we need help desperately oh, i need a bit of investment um mm. yeah barnes has been a great servant but it looks like this
5: could be his last season so everyone's cottoned on to him um i'm just
0: wondering what um what it takes for uh, Viger and Rodriguez to get a game, to, uh, a, a to run start. of games together to start, yeah. uh, and maybe try and play to their strengths rather than just the same old, you know, wooden barns. You know, you, you, please do something different, Sean. Please yeah. do something different. There's nothing lost me doing are there? No. So, anyway, uh, thank you, Mark. Boom! Boom! Cheers! Cheers! Everyone back in Lancashire?
1: Uh, yep yep, up! Hey, old Clarence. How are we doing? Anti football here. Eh? So, what a load of shark that were do eh? down know West Ham. Bloody bubble boys. I don't know. It's just not happening, is it? It's not happening up front. And then if we balls up at back, then we're up against it, aren't we? I don't know what they were playing out there. About. I mean, Peter's got pulled out of position, didn't he? Yeah. Uh... Bowden oh, he's a good he'll oh, mind him in our team. Eh, tricky little winger like that. Eh, if only we had a tricky little winger that should be starting bloody game. Oh we do! On piggy bench, dash it! Eh? Bloody hell! I think it's clear now. We should be starting with McNeil, not we? I don't care if he has been injured, he's looking he's looking good enough to be. Get bloody playing. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know what they were doing there. It's very unlike. Hey Jay, He turned into quite the mm, hunky young man and all, ain't he? I mean, we've known since a little boy, so it's a bit weird thinking of him like that, but i tell you what, I bloody would. Ooh, ooh. I don't know what him indoors would have to say about it, mind you, but I don't know, oh, maybe a threesome. He's always talking about fancying a threesome as uh, my other half, so uh, I don't know, Jay, if you're up for it, hee <laughs> hee. Me and uh, Mr. Football, <laughs> what do I do? I DM you, I DM you and we can uh, get it on, well, whatever, I'll speak to you later. Alright, anyway, I'm getting, <sighs> getting a bit I'm lost in here now, thinking about that at Alright, that's me for now, take care of yourselves, ta-ra! Do-do-do-do, anti-football, do-do-do-do. Right, so that was it for
3: this week's fan reaction. Um, I, I'll say the same thing I say every single week. We are looking for more people to get involved. It does seem to be the same four people every single week, which I'm fine with. you know. But I, I, what I've always wanted to do with Turfcast, I'll say it time and time again, I want to give the fans a platform. I have now built this platform through you know, two and a half years of hard work, doing podcasts, recording, editing videos at night, coming up with stuff to put on social medias, creating graphics, two years of graft. You can now have it. This platform is now yours as well. If you want to say something about a football game, you say it. If you've got any ideas for Turfcast as well, if you want to be on a show, get in touch. If you want your own show, as long as you're not you know, an idiot and you're going to you know, spout loads of abuse and stuff on air, then, then you can have it. This platform belongs to the fans. That's how I see it. The only reason why me and Simon are on everything is because we're the only people that want to do it. No one gets in touch and says they want to do it. Um, but yeah, if you want to have your say after the Liverpool game or after the Fulham game or after the Aston Villa game, just send in your fan reactions. You can send it to us on Twitter. You can send it to us on Facebook if you want. Send it to us on Gmail if you know me quite well and you have my phone number. Um, send it to me on WhatsApp. Honestly, it's it, this platform belongs to you. Anyway, as you can see at the bottom of the screen, and as I forgot to mention uh, at the start of the podcast before I do this, Simon, you look like you want to say something.
4: No, sorry, mate. I've just. Oh, uh, well, you just you just passing yeah. wind. Something no, I like just yeah. i am just watching you read this and I just like thinking they no, didn't mention it but it's big enough that's what we're thinking. Yeah.
3: Well, that's what I did forget, but you know, the banner's, you know, the banner's quite obvious. I've made it bigger thanks to the new graphics so it fits on the bottom of the screen nicely with the graphics that we have now. Um but we are of course sponsored by Pitch Um it's an absolute honor, you know, we've been sponsored by Pitch for for probably pushing a year now, maybe even more than a year. Um you know, a big thank you to them for for sticking by us and stuff like that. Um but yeah, uh, what we do every single week is, as I've said, we upload a video. The video is called A fan time Question. This week's, as I've said, is going to be about Jack Cork. Um, and just thinking about that Jack Cork thing. I'll probably send it on Friday after the Liverpool game. It makes sense to wait. I'm not going to send it before. Um, in fact, no, you know what? I'm going to send it tomorrow, but I'm then going to not public... public uh, what's the word? Advertise it on the social media channels until Friday. There you go. Um, so yeah, if you want to, if you want to answer the question on Thursday, feel free. We'll be there. Um, but the question the week before, um, which is what me and Simon answered last week, and what we will now read out the responses for, is: Is it time for Chris Wood to be dropped? Now, me and Simon have just pretty much discussed this. We discussed it last week as well. I said yes. Simon said I, yeah, I wouldn't be adverse to it, but no. Um, now we've both decided that the, the, all four of them aren't doing anything, so you could play whoever you want. But that was a question I asked on this week's Phantom question. Um, these are the responses that we got. Burnley Life got in touch and said, Vidra looks like our best striker at the minute. I had no idea where you've got that conclusion from there, because he's done nothing. Um, However, you can't score if you don't get chances. They are getting chances, but not many clear-cut ones. I do agree with that bit, mate. And, and you know what? I, I don't agree with Vidra looking like our best striker at the minute but I can, I can see why you thought of that it's because he's on with Dwight a lot and I think we look more attacking when Vidra's on and I personally believe that that's because uh, Dwight's on with Vidra every single time it might be a different kettle of fish if um, you know, the, Vidra was on with you know the, the people that Chris Wood had to start up front with um, Chris Harris has been in touch he says yes five goals in three games and we played um, well that, I thought Vidra that were it then season. yes no, some people do do that, uh, but Chris has um, articulated himself a bit better. Uh, yes, five goals in three games when we played VAR last season. Vidra and Rodriguez, he means VAR. Uh, and when Wood doesn't even look like he's trying, there's no reason not to start Vidra over. And that's a decent point about Vidra and Rodriguez. We did we did do all right with them. It was Southampton away, wasn't it? I think Bournemouth at home as well, off the top of my head. Uh, I think Vidra and Jay both got a goal in that one. Um, but that... that that's a good he makes a good point I, I, I like points when they med well with yeah.
5: stats
3: you uh, could I, argue
4: I, all four we have said this last week
3: yeah I mean it's easy to say like they got five goals in three but I'm sure Barnsley and Wood at some point got more than that in, in, in a certain amount of games but at the minute yeah they're not looking very good um, Neil Layfield shout out Neil if you're listening um, says yes said in my fan reaction that he needs some timeouts he could be complacent knowing he's getting picked regardless, but also might be feeling the pressure of having to provide the goals as a result of being in the team constantly. And I love it when Neil sends in a fan reaction response, which he does every single week, because Neil is pretty much the champion fan of Turfcast podcast. And apologies if you think that should be you. Maybe do more. Neil sends in a fan reaction. He responds on everything. He listens. He does everything. Honestly, I sometimes say something towards the end of the podcast or like a very little thing in the podcast... And he picks up at it and messages me. So he, he does everything for this podcast as Neil. And I appreciate it. And I'm just actually, now, now we've mentioned Neil. Um, congratulations to Neil because he found out this week he's having a baby girl. So congratulations, buddy. Um, yeah, but just to go back on the responses, Simon, what are your thoughts on them responses to the Fantime question?
4: I can't argue any of them. Even the VAR one, even the uh, the, the Vidra bit, being the best player. I can't argue it at the minute when none of them are scoring goals you know what I mean my argument would be invalid if I start saying well no I think Wood's better striker because he's not scoring at the minute and that's what he's judged on but my personal preference for who I would want to see up top is Rodriguez and Wood and if and if that don't work I give up throw me season ticking on pitch
3: yeah if that don't work with Jack Cork in the middle then let's just forget about it we'll enjoy Wickham away next season um, simple as that and before we move on to the Liverpool game um, let's discuss the January transfer window. Now, we don't really, yeah, we don't really do stuff like this on this podcast simply because there's never anything to discuss. Now, I know there's a few um, Twitter accounts out there. There's one called Claret Report, which I think Chris runs, actually, he's just responded with a fan-time question, um, who sort of like specialises in getting links and stuff of like, players that we're linked with and stuff and, and tweeting it out. Um, even that's... Been a lot quieter than it should be in January. Let's be honest. Um But yeah, it's same old story, isn't it? And it's nothing's happening. At the not minute. even linked with many people this time. Yeah, th- that's what I've just said to a Liverpool fan because he was whinging. I thought you can fucking talk. whinging You're not signing anybody, bastard. They, did, they need to, to sign I someone.
4: Like, yeah, I mean, I know we're not Liverpool f- podcast, but Henderson and Firmino it's at it's the set yeah, centre <laughs> Is if tragic. you want
3: to hear more about that centre-back pairing, we did discuss it on the pre-game show, so please feel free to watch the pre- yep. uh, pre-game show after this um, on the YouTube channel. And while you're there, please subscribe. Um, but yeah, there is still time. It's only the 20th at the time of recording this, the so 21st when you're listening, if you're listening on on Thursday or, or even a little bit later. But um, my worry is you normally see us linked with a few people I've seen his linked with what Jason Knight from Derby that's pretty much it that's the only like one that looks like it could actually oh actually I tell a lie I've just seen his linked with Josh King at Bournemouth which I don't think will happen that's that's bullshit
4: I, I mind I'm going to say I think he's got probably bigger offers on the table if he's going anywhere yeah.
2: uh, I not mind it not...
3: Happening, but I, I, I can't see that I can't see that coming true simply because they'll want more than we can probably afford and he will want higher wages than what we can probably afford. Having said that, the new owners are here now. It might be a little bit different, as you can see from my American flag.
4: Fuck's sake! Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> um, I think there is going to be some noise because the you know I'm excited. Like I, I know it's a bit off topic. But we'll, in fact, i will go in there in a minute. But like, I'm excited by what is going to happen potentially because even Amazon the other day you know when they said oh the owners have come in they've been quiet they haven't seen them no, yeah you know, when they were talking shit and they have st- isolating from Covid yeah. so yeah they fucking arse but you got to probably take that into consideration you know what I mean they can't go and sign checkbooks from their home and you know they're still getting to grips with the probably the infrastructure of Turf Moor and the way the Premier League signs players is probably different to the way they've handled you know MLS signing because I know that that's a different sort of format because you go through the MLS to, to, to transfer players not I think it's different we, the way they do it so that um, what do they call it franchise the MLS yeah. it that NBA and all that lot so I don't know I think I'm excited to see what will happen if it does happen I do think that anyone who's going to come in and make all that noise will could not possibly not sign a player he will definitely have to sign a player with all the noises made
3: in January
4: yeah Lansbury <laughs> Oh, God's sake.
3: No, don't (laughs) sign him. Uh, I don't know. I think with the position that we're in, I think we will sign somebody. I don't think it'll be a Josh Brownhill. I don't think it'll be of that stature. And even when he came in, he wasn't a good stature. You know what I mean? He was a a backup player, uh, basically. I don't even think it'll be that sort of signing. I think it'll be... uh, Dale Stevens sort of signing I don't know maybe I've just lost all hope at the minute through transfers because we've been so bad in the transfer market in the summer Obviously, I was. I, I do rate the Josh Brown signing of course I do I've just sort of I said I want him started with Corky ahead of Westwood that shows how much I think he's done well but I don't know I'll, I'll be surprised if we're bringing someone decent in the January transfer window
4: yeah I think we will. I'm just trying to look for an article, which is rather a bit of a pause. There, I can't find the button. But um, who's the new guy that we've just got in? I can't remember his name. So we've got a new chairman, have not we? A new owner. Alan pace No, the other one.
3: The other one. You mean the people on the board?
4: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't.
3: I, I, I can't remember their names myself off the top of my head.
4: So we've got a new guy in this week, uh, and he's. Uh, I can't remember his name now. But have you seen the guy's CV?
3: Yeah, I, that's, you know what? I'll I'll let you carry on. While um, you funny. find his name. Yeah, well, well I'll th- quickly Google his name so we don't look like absolute fucking, you know... We're meant to be a bit on a podcast and we don't even know people's names. I can't um, even... It yeah, just I, I me, man. Both of them, though. All, all three of them. Their CVs are incredible.
4: Yeah, well, this guy's CV is he's un- unbelievable. I'll, I'll hold off saying it, but he's got something to do with being the MD of... Um, the New York Knicks. He got employed by the NBA as a whole to to run their marketing. He got employed. He, he used to be the MD of sports in Madison Square Garden, and he's done other things that like just as equally impressive. That's that's just a level part of what he's done on other things. Uh, so this guy's clearly been brought in to make a brand, mecca franchisey sort of vibe about our club. And if that is he's the case. It. Dave, fucking hell! What a Burnley name and all. <laughs>
3: Dave, Dave they Dave Burnley. If, if, if you're English, you'd be called Dave Checkitz, but American, like, you will be called Dave it
4: Dave Checkers. He's a uh, really CV out. If you've got it, find his CV for me. But he is, if he is coming to do I'm the not job in, <laughs> if he's coming to do the job that I'm hoping he has, it, it's very exciting for Burnley fans, especially someone like the Burnley fans amongst us like myself that are mad into sort of like branding and marketing and things that we've always dreamt that you know you'll see our shirts all over the world and not just in Benidorm when you go down you go oh Tony's over there fucking Burnley shirt yeah Yeah. you
3: know I I agree with that like me and you talk all the time about how it pisses me off that Burnley aren't that well known or even Basically, the club doesn't think of, of fans outside of Barnard's week, basically. Like, they, they don't even cater. Like, even simple stuff like putting stuff on social media. Like and they, To be fair, this week they did tweet the New Zealand Clarets, but that's because the New Zealand Clarets tagged them in a post and they retweeted it. Um, just stuff like that. I do think that we do need to do more to, to market even, the club.
4: Even this purchasing, we've mentioned it on another thing, I'm not going to go into it now, but the, the one thing that I will mention is Quilter can't get something like a ticket for an away game yeah. he has to go and collect yeah, it yeah. from the turf just little yeah. things like that it's it just... just stupid
3: it's, it's just putting off people being fans of the club it's as simple as that and even stuff like like I said even stuff like reaching a wider audience and yeah I don't want to go into it too much because it's all me and you really talk about and I think people just think shut up you dicks but like even stuff like, like the, the the press conference of Alan Pace why wasn't it streamed on YouTube and Facebook live you know reach all these millions of people out in America but no they put it behind a paywall and stuck it up on YouTube four hours later because they didn't want to piss off the people that had paid for Claritz Plus who cares it's like what, £4 a month I don't pay for it myself it's probably more than that people get in touch and say you're talking shit but I, I just think, think about the club think about how many people this can reach don't think about trevor from whole being pissed off because he's paying four pound a month for clarex plus and it's out for free on youtube
4: but no i agree mate. this is balance. what i'm saying it so if this guy balance. comes in and even if he says what? right you know clarex plus is a good idea but i'm going to make it fucking better you know like for example man united tv i'm not saying we're going to be that sort of level but these some there's other clubs that are a lot smaller than man united that have a tv channel you know, even yeah. if it's There's not an actual Sky TV channel, they've got a YouTube that looks like a a TV production.
3: Yeah, it's, it's little stuff like. And by the way, Burnley, if you're listening, um, me and Simon. Dave Burnley. Yeah. Well, no, not Dave. Um, I don't think he listens. I think Johnny Tate basically scared him off. Um, but if you that little stuff like pre-match live shows on you know on the on the screen or. You know or, or on you on Twitter or whatever like Leicester do one of because every because of where I work like I said people I, I said I work at the bookies. Basically what I do is I, I I do like the TV production that are bookmakers. Um that's why I do streaming and stuff. Um, but anyway what some of the stuff I have to do is I have to create graphics for starting lineups. And every time Leicester uh playing I go on their Twitter to find a starting lineup graphic so I can then put it into the William Hill graphic. And then they're doing like a live show where it's just some guy in a studio chatting, and then someone brings someone else in, like a former player, like Muzzy Is it or whatever. And like, why why aren't we doing that? That like stuff like that. Like we're a Premier League football club, but we don't think about stuff like that. And like I said, me and Simon are available. Simon knows Dave Jones. I don't know if you know that. We can get Dave Jones on. We can get Dave Jones on. You know, we we should be doing more. I agree with that. But me and you talk about this a lot, and I reckon people think we talk shit off at times because I think people just.
4: Well, the reason I brought it up, though, is because, like you said, the January transfer window, we've got this guy in. We might not be signing players on the pitch right this minute, but we are building it from behind, and hopefully we will start seeing these players come onto the pitch soon because of the people coming in to sign them and to build the brand.
3: Yeah, fingers crossed. Anyway, I don't want to get too hung up on that because me and you are going about all the time, and on the ALK incoming podcast thing that we did, we talked about it a lot. And, to be fair, someone did get in touch and and, and say these guys are speaking, right, this is what Burnley fans want. So I can't remember any off the top of my head, mate. Um, I always say that. Uh, but it was like three weeks ago. Um, But yeah, let's move on then. Uh, we have up next is the Premier League champions away from home. We are playing against a team that has not lost a home game for what? 15 years, <laughs> it feels like. Um, I mean, said that we were the only team to stop them winning at home last season. So, you know, that is a positive. But it does look a bit of a daunting task
4: at the minute, doesn't it? Yeah, there is there is some positives. There's the fact that they've got two makeshift centre-halves, and granted they didn't concede against Man United, but they also haven't scored in three games, which is, for them, some sort of like mad panic, or Salah hasn't scored, I can't remember the ex- that statistic.
3: 2005,
4: isn't it? But yeah, that that for them is absolute panic stations, isn't it? So, it's interesting to see where they call themselves panic stations or when we call it. But in with the reason I bring that up is because obviously we've got to look at this as is there ever a better time to play Liverpool, really? At the because they're already getting on the backs. They're already whinging that they're not getting the transfers and you said, they're not scoring goals. The the concern at the front three I mean, I don't think we will get a win there, but I thought that last time and we got win there. Do you know what I mean? It's it's you just never know. Well a point a point uh, when was when yeah. the one with Pope oh yeah because it was uh Robertson scored that header didn't
3: he yeah Robertson scored the header Um yeah it's obviously I don't think we're going to uh, win I don't think we'll get a point Um I think 99.99% of Burnley fans listening to this will probably totally agree with those one of the people that will disagree are the, are the type of Burnley fans like what do you mean you backed against Burnley because they will not back against Burnley at any point but I don't know, you're saying, is there a better time to play Liverpool? I'm thinking, is there a worse time to play Liverpool? They're going to be a wounded animal. you know, They're fourth in the Premier League at the minute. They want to win the Premier League again. Um, yes, granted, they have got a, 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 a makeshift centre-back pairing, but as far as I'm aware, one of them's back this weekend. This weekend? Uh, tomorrow, Thursday, at the time of recording this, so then that will give Henderson the, the chance to move back into midfield. It'll probably be Fabinho, and is it Matip? I think Matip's coming back. I think it's going to be Fabinho and Matip at centre back tomorrow. With, I mean, Fabinho uh, as a centre, oh,
4: he's a quality player still. Let's be honest, the Matip's yeah, a good player. of course,
3: he's been brilliant this season, and it's not even his position; it's ridiculous. And we've got um, out of
4: form strikers, but this is yeah. It,
3: well, exactly. They've not, like you said, they're not scored in three. So, as as I've said on the on the pregame show, I think Klopp tomorrow will just say, "Right, we haven't scored in three. You need to get an early goal. Get at Burnley. Get an early goal. And then if you get an early goal." Get another one. If you don't get an early goal, keep going, keep going. Try and get a second early goal. I, oh, think, I, I mate, think they're going to come out of the blocks.
4: One hundred percent, right? You, you're you exactly right. Their energy levels will be flying because they know they haven't scored in three. If it's, they don't score in four, it's the first time in twenty-one years. Now, if they don't score in twenty, first time in twenty-one years, they don't want that record. They're breaking records the other way. This Liverpool side, they're an unbelievable yeah. Liverpool side. Um, but like Chris Wood, only three goals. The only um is the only Burnley player to score more than once in the top flight this season. I was just reading the uh, pre match on this. Uh, but yeah, it's basically uh, Premier League top goal scorer, Mo Salah. Has gone four games without a goal and he's still the top goal scorer. So he's still not to be sort of dismissed just because they're in a bit of a, a shitty, sticky situation. Still the top goal scorer, still in with a chance of winning the Premier League. And, and two, you know, look at Leicester. We, we keep talking in the Premier League about Man United is it going to be City is it going to be Liverpool unless they're sat at the top of the league they must be thinking yeah. like, are you fucking well, United are
3: currently beating Fulham which is good for us so United will probably be the top of the league by the time this goes out but Simon is correct at the time of recording um, but yeah it's one of them Like we can we can have that debate another day like, who, who we think's is going to win the Premier League um, that's probably one for a, a, an international break but it is looking quite a decent battle at the top
4: it is mate and, and, and do you know what another interesting fact I've just read here on the head to head Burnley's 2-0 victory at Turf Moor in 2016 is our only win against Liverpool in 12 Premier League games
3: you remember that time we got promoted I think they beat us 4-0 at Anfield and they beat us 4-0 at the Turf they are relegated as that year well we got relegated because that and no the other 38 of games through the season, <laughs> but <laughs> that game relegated us. I think Gerrard got an absolute screamer. To be fair, yeah, I think um, we held them for
4: ages as well. And Gerrard just did a rocket, didn't he? We held them for ages. We don't
3: do well against Liverpool traditionally. There's obviously been, like you said, there's there's been um, exceptions to that rule. We beat them in the FA Cup triore which is about X amount of years ago this week. When was that? Two thousand and four, two 2005 it will have been. And what what year are we in now? Twenty twenty one. So we're belonged sixteen years ago this week. Mad. So, um, do you know when
4: people have their mad statistics like Liverpool do at the minute, where they're unbeaten in sixty-eight Premier League home games? Yeah. And you hear about it, right and you think, "Fucking, oh, that's impressive." And then you hear something mad like, "Yeah, but they've drawn fifty of them." You know what I mean? It's something. You yeah. know, there's something in there that usually makes more sense of it. They've only drawn thirteen of sixty-eight games at home.
3: Yeah, one of them was. That is yeah. Well, exactly. Take out of it. So it's going to be fourteen
4: by us. Sunday.
3: Fingers crossed. Or it'll be it'll it'll still be 13 and then they'll have lost. That's even better. Yeah, um, good point. I get it, you Yeah, that brings me on nicely to the match reaction. Match reaction prediction. Sorry, what's your match prediction? Do
4: you know what? I, I, I've still I not say picked... 1-1. One, one. I've still not picked us to get beat. Ever. However. however Everything in me is screaming 2-0 Liverpool. But I'm going to say... Yes, but I'm going to say nil nil.
3: Oh, fuck off. 3-0 Liverpool for me, they'll score in the first five minutes, then they'll score again, we'll be 2-0 down at 20 minutes then we'll keep it at 2-0 till half-time we'll come out in the second half, play a bit better, then that'll be Sean Dash's excuse to say, ah, oh, you know, we found a few pockets of space and played alright, but then, on the whole, we'll, we'll be a bit shy. and then eventually they'll, they'll, they'll put the game to bed, not that it isn't to bed, but you know, we'll be pushing a bit, and I was like, oh you know, if Burnley get the next goal here, we're in the game and then Liverpool will put it to bed, 3-0, job's done I'm saying that's what's going to happen tomorrow. People again. Oh, oh, why is he always so negative? But, <laughs> come on, we're playing Liverpool tomorrow. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm um, not looking forward to it. Fingers crossed we can get um, a victory against Fulham on Sunday. Um, we will be doing a watch-along. Simon, are you free tomorrow for a watch-along? I'm not actually here, have I? Some L'Oreal hair social stuff, are you, when the game's on?
4: Not that I'm aware of. What time's kickoff though? Uh, 8 8 o'clock I, I, I,
3: I'll have a look now Yeah it should be 8 Yeah fair enough Uh, So we're doing a watch along tomorrow then It will be me and Simon Yeah it's 8 o'clock Fingers crossed for Johnny Tay and Jared as well uh, I'll have to create a new watch along graphic If there's 4 of us You'll see 4 squares on your screen If there's 3 of us I'll do like a different sort of graphic So keep your eyes out for that uh, Fingers crossed Everything's gone all right with this recording because we've had to do things a little bit differently today because my computer's just like a shit and Simon's is very, very good. So we've had to do it a little bit differently. Um, so fingers crossed all are okay. The sounds were okay. If it wasn't, I can only apologize. Um, but yeah, we'll see you for the watch along tomorrow. Um, we'll see you for the, the match reaction tomorrow as well and the fan reaction on Friday. And then we'll be... Well, we'll be doing a, another watch along before the next podcast, the Fulham game. So for the next podcast, we'll have two games to discuss. Um, so Simon unless there's anything you want to add we'll wrap it up here
4: no mate good one thanks very much
3: no thanks for coming on so that's it for this week's episode of Turfcast Um, yeah we'll see you for the watch along tomorrow fingers crossed bye